How do you start winning when all you've been doing is losing? Hi, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. I'm so glad to be with you guys today. My name's Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and leadership expert. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can find out about me and what I'm up to over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today's listener letter, we've all been there. What do you do when you've been doing all the things and trying your best and none of it is working? When you're just starting out or you've been established for a while and you're trying to do something new, this feeling that our writer talks about, we've all been where he is. We've all tried our best, shown up, and been met with goose eggs. But what do we do and how do we find our way after that? That's what he's asking me. I'm going to help him and hopefully you on the other side of this letter. Heather, for the past 16 months, I have been working to be a personal trainer under my own name. After years of working for franchises, giving big companies huge percentages of each training hour back to the company has gotten old. I have been working to market locally. I researched SEO and I have a strong website. I've reached out to large companies in the nearby city offering workout groups to their employees. I've reached out to local moms groups too. I've placed advertisements anywhere I see a free billboard. I'm just not getting traction. I hate those franchises, but they always got the clients for me. I can't seem to do it on my own. I keep stepping up to the plate and I keep losing. What would you suggest I do differently? Okay, so I'm going to confess to you a little bit that um, <laughs> because of your email, email, I was able to figure out your business website. Um, and I, I hope I have your permission. I'm not going to talk about it on the show because I don't have your permission to do that yet. But um, I want you to know that I looked at your website and I agree that you are completely dialed in for your SEO for a local fitness personal training business, that there are a lot of good, rich keywords there for anybody who's looking for a personal trainer in your zip code. I would say you've done a very good job with that. One of the things that I want you to think about that I see reflected on your website and in the marketing efforts that you're talking about in terms of putting your flyers up, in terms of you know, going to local businesses and approaching mom's groups is you are trying to be a personal trainer to everybody. That you are offering training and strength training and HIIT training and um, marathon training. And um, uh, there's something else I saw on your website that I'm forgetting now. So you have all of these different areas of expertise, but you're doing too many things and you're talking to everybody. So nobody knows that you're talking to them. So the reason why this isn't working for you is because you're offering personal training, but there's not, it's not attached to like a pain point. It's not attached to a struggle or a goal. So what, what I really like is your section on uh, marathon prep that you have a really good sort of write-up for ways that, you know, marathon trainers need to think about their body in addition to running, the way they need to condition their body, the endurance that's needed, the different types of exercises they need to focus on in addition to just running and practicing their laps and practicing their long runs. You have a wealth of knowledge there, but it is going to be hard for somebody else other than a runner to know if you're for them. 
What I'm talking about here, and a lot of the audience members are probably already jumping to this conclusion, is you need to niche down a little bit. Like one of the reasons why this isn't working for you is you are selling yourself to too many people and it's largely general with the exception of this like small offshoot that I found through one of your blog posts around marathon training. And you gave such awesome tips and strategies that anybody who is prepping to run a marathon in the next three to six months in your area would absolutely positively know that you're for them and that you could help because you're showing your expertise in spades. But if you're just letting if you're just letting random moms groups know that there's personal training available and that they could all work out together, that's not going to be a big enough of a draw for a group of women to consider investing more or finding a way to organize a workout time together or doing anything because you're not anywhere in your website, you know, sort of speaking specifically to the mom issues. You're not talking about workouts for the time crunched mom. You're not talking about ways to work out in, you know, your regular every day in case you can't get to the gym because you don't have childcare. You're not offering your services as an, in, you know, a home-based personal therapist, um, uh, sorry, I said personal therapist, personal trainer, um, you're not speaking directly to them. The same is true for the corporate approach that you've done, that you're not marketing yourself to the time-strapped corporate professional who needs to get a good workout in on their lunch break or who needs to have the endurance for 17-hour days and needs to be able to stand on their feet and needs to be able to you know, have good posture in front of a meeting. You're not speaking to anybody in a majority of your messaging and positioning. You're simply saying, I'm a personal trainer with five plus years of experience and I too could train you. So what I want you to think about is you are nowhere close to giving up because you haven't done everything you could. You've done everything you have thought to do. So I'm not saying that you have taken a back seat, that you're not working hard, that you're not ambitious as anything. I can see in all of the efforts you've taken and how like hard you've had, you know, worked to have a really good dialed in streamlined website that you are invested in your own success. This is not a mindset problem. I do think a little bit of the mindset work that I can offer you is how do you get motivated to do all of this work when you've already done a bunch of stuff that hasn't worked, right? So that's going to be part B. But part A right now is really getting you to decide for yourself who is your perfect personal um, training client. Like, do you want to work with moms? Do you want to work with the corporate types? Or did you decide that those were just easily accessible groups of people that you could reach out to? Where does your passion lie? And I'm going to tell you, having spied on your website, I want you to consider marathon running. I I don't know, like, if you're, I don't know your local area at all to know if there's, like, big marathons that come around or whatever. But, like, the way you spoke about that in your experience and the lessons you learned like you really present and position yourself well as an expert personal trainer for marathon running. So I want you to think about that. And then I would say like, what are two other, you know, areas of expertise that you have? Are you exceptional at helping people recover from injury? Are you exceptional at helping people lose weight? Are you exceptional at bringing the new fitness um, aficionado to expert level? Like I would do a little bit of exploration because I think what ended up happening 
is that when you are a personal trainer for these big box stores, they they cater to the masses. Like you were meant to be the personal trainer for the guy who wants to beef up and build muscle and you are hired to be the personal trainer for the mom who wants to lose the post baby weight and you are hired to be the personal trainer for the aging man who is trying to um, you know prevent arthritis from uh, restricting his movement. That it is such a general mentality in those big box stores that you ended up as a personal trainer developing a generalized um, sense of self. So what we need to do to get you to be the business owner is to really recognize that not only do you get to say when, where, and how much you're willing to work for, you get to specifically describe who you are working for. And by not doing that, and it is a privilege and it is a gift and it is a part of my own business that I really, I hold with such high regard is that I get to decide who is the perfect person for me. But it also comes with the responsibility of making that decision. And I would encourage you to make it. And I, you know, I'm worried about how you're hearing this on the other side because I can see in your letter, um, that you've been at this for 16 months, that you've been really trying your best. And that like, I, what I'm hearing is a little bit towards the end of your letter is like, you know, like, is this something that I can just, is this something I can do? And I absolutely believe it's something you can do. I think you're doing a really good job through some of your videos and your demonstration of skills of representing your expertise and what your value is. The only piece is missing is you haven't spoken to anybody specifically. So what I really want you to hear from me is that you are really close to being there, that you have to, and you don't want to do any more work. You don't want to look at your website one more time. You don't want to think about this. But what I want you to do is if you can dial in on your niche and really recognize that like the generalist aspect doesn't work for, you know, you know, um, solopreneur, personal trainers, that they really need to become experts at something. If you can do that, you can dial in your marketing to be focused focused on that because then you can go to local Facebook groups and you can look at runners in your town. You can just do a Google search for uh, a Facebook search for, you know, people who talk about running in your town on Facebook and you join those groups and, you know, clearly you're a runner yourself. So you would offer your expertise. People could learn more about you. And then if they needed to, you know, they could be sign up for personal training for you or you could, you know, you know, sort of set yourself up as the local expert. Now, the other thing I want you to think about is that fitness is largely experiential. And I say this as somebody who has a love-hate relationship with fitness myself. I, I, I see some of these things and I go, I don't know if that's for me or I don't know about that. Or the boutique fitness places that are just getting exceedingly more and more expensive and you're wondering about the value and the transformation for the, the cost of the class, right? One of the ways that I've always consistently learned whether or not a workout is for me is by trying it. And one of the things that places in my town back east have done and here on on the west coast I've seen do too is these pop-up free fitness groups where you um, you can go to these coffee shops where you put on flyers and you can go to these places that allow free advertising and you can advertise a free drop-in workout group. And what I would do is I would pick a specific kind of workout for a specific kind of person. So, um, and you could do it a different group each week. You could do a mom's, um, you could do a mom's group on a Wednesday morning at 10 a.m. or you could do 
you know, like the corporate, uh, you know, the corporate workout on a, a Saturday morning or something, but to offer these free workouts where people show up at this location. A lot of times these places, like the people I see just do them at parks or in parking lots or something like that, but you get a group of people together and you offer them a free workout and you say, give them an opportunity to ask questions, to get to know you, to, you know, learn how fitness could be for them. And then at that point, you then can offer to say, hey, if you enjoy this workout, a good way to work out with me regularly is through this. And you give them your business card or a link to your website or something like that. Um, and you you start to create um, you start to create a following of local people. So, you know, I, I think there's a lot of ideas here. You have not even come close to scraping the bottom of the barrel of this. So you still can build a business. The question becomes, how do you motivate yourself to keep going when you've already tried so many things? that haven't quite worked. The first thing I want you to do is take stock of how much you've learned and all of the skills you've gathered in this process because achieving what you need to do next is going to be way easier because so much of this you've already done. You just have to do it differently. And the next thing is, is now you have an answer. Now you have clarity. You know, you did all these things shooting in the dark that like it was driven by pure ambition. Now when you're backing up your new actions with is some proven strategies. Like, you know, I know what I'm talking about here. So like you can, you can use this and start to, um, you know, be more informed. So you're being more intentional in your marketing and you're being more directive. And then the last thing that I would ask you to think about is you know, you're pretty miserable now. Like you're trying so hard to build your own business and it isn't working. Um, what about it? Like if you were to compare the misery of being in a franchise and working for a, you know, a 45 minute session and giving 60% of that to the big box place versus keep, you know, having fewer sessions on your docket, but getting to keep all the cash, which level of misery do you prefer? Some people are going to answer that question and they're just going to want the automatic, you know, pay. Like they're going to want to be paid automatically every two weeks and they're going to decide that business ownership isn't for them and that is a total valid choice that wanting predictable consistent you know consistent income is a valid choice and that should not be looked down upon and is totally respected but you get to ask yourself that if I have to be miserable would I be more miserable giving a higher percentage of each of my hours away or would I rather be miserable trying yet another marketing strategy and trying to build my business that reminding yourself that you have control over this and that you're getting in the driver's seat like and you're you're stepping up to the plate again you didn't win the last game but you you get a fresh start and you, you've had some practice and you've had some skills. So the odds are you're going to get there in less time the second time around. You've got to keep trying to win and keep showing up at the plate and choosing the game. And that's what's really important here. I'm so glad that you took me up on my offer to reach out and ask for help. So thank you so much for doing that. Any listeners who are struggling with getting out of their own way, starting to stand back up after they've been knocked down or finding their way through a business, you know, sort of quandary you find yourself in, please do reach out and find me over at Heather at choose to have it all.com. Thanks so much for today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.